Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for joining us on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcasts. Just search FFSN, That's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Noidals YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Sitting in the dungeon in the basement with my boy Tate. Rocking it out, trying to figure out. Take before we even get into it and we give shout outs to all the different places you can listen to us. Talk to me real quick about what just went down in the NBA with that number one pick going to San Antonio. Man, I mean, San Antonio was playing for this all year, I think. You know, you can't just tank no more and be the worst team because the, the worst three teams got the same same percentage chance. But San Antonio made sure they're in one of those top three. And just like they got David Robinson in the past. Yep. Tim Duncan in the past. Yep. They got another another big man that's projected to be a top flight player in the NBA. Yep. So say his name correctly because I, I'll mess it up 15,000 times. Say the guy's name correctly. I believe it's Victor Wim, Wim Ben Yama. That sounds so correct. Wim, W-E-M, Ben, Ben, Yama. 7'5", guard going to the San Antonio Spurs. 
congratulations to the Spurs for landing the number one pick and a guy who could be the most pivotal player since LeBron James in the NBA. But hey, I'm Big G, rocking with my boy Tate. That's Rather Cavaliers podcast on the Fans First Sports Network, rocking out with iHeart Radio, Google Podcast Radio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, YouTube, and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we're going to give our player breakdown this evening with the Cleveland Cavaliers and the guy who's probably the most controversial player for the Cavs moving forward, center Jared Allen. Tate, talk to me a little bit about Jared Allen and what we got going on brewed up in the kitchen tonight, stirring it up, trying to figure out if this guy's going to be with the Cavs moving forward. Well, we're just going to talk about Jared Allen and his contributions to the 2022-2023 season. Um, you know, just overall player analysis, talking about fit with the Cavs, talking about, well, right there we got up, thanks to Mod, who's producing in the background. Shout out, Mod. Um, th- this is his regular season numbers this year, 14.3 points, 9.8 rebounds, 1.7 assists with a player impact effect of 13.4. P.I.E., pie, baby. Pie. We love that pie. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, yeah, man, so, I mean, that's, that's decent. I mean, right, 14 and 10, that, that's decent. Yeah. But he went down from last year, you know what I mean? And his playoffs numbers were even were terrible. 9.4 points per game, 7.4 rebounds, 2.4 assists. He did shoot 60%, but it's his his pie, his pie wasn't there in the playoffs, definitely. Correct. I mean, right. you know, and the defense wasn't stellar. If he's not playing great defense for us and rebounding, we could put somebody else in the court. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So as we break this player down and talk about what he does good, Tate, give me a, a, a little breakdown of some of his strengths that what he brings to the Cavaliers or what he showed in the regular season versus the playoff season for the Cavs? Well, I think he showed more, last, not this past season, but uh, the 21-22 season. I think he showed more. He was an all-star that year. Yeah. And last year made me question. And probably, I mean, I'm probably jumping the gun like a lot of Cavs fans. That's what that's what fans tend to do. Fans yeah. are fanatics, and we don't really look at things objectively and with patience, but – so maybe, so maybe we're, this is overreaction. Yeah. But uh, Jared Allen, he, well, let's, let's talk about what he does for the Cavs, right? Yeah. He's a great teammate. Absolutely. I think he's a great teammate. I think he's a nice guy. Yeah. He's a he, he's a young, not quite seven footer, but six ten. Yeah. With some athleticism, can with the Afro can, like seven one though. <laughs> the Afro like seven one, yeah, and that's the sure. that, that, that's the title of this show. Afro yes, Afro no. <laughs> yes, sir. That's the title of the show. Yes, sir. But, no uh, Afro. But yeah, man. I mean, he he's he's the defensive anchor. He's uh he's probably uh Darius Garland's favorite law partner. Agreed. Um that that's about it as far as everything I think he brings. I said the defensive anchor, great yeah. teammate. Yeah. Um, and those and, and, and those things right there, but what where I think he's deficient? Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. Where is he short? I I, I think he's deficient on 
his offensive game could, could be a little better. I yeah. mean, the points he gets you, the 14.8 that he got, he gets you off just, you know, scrappy hustle plays, offensive rebounds, lobs, stuff like that. Correct. Um, I would like to see him have a stronger back-to-the-basket game. In order to have a stronger back-to-the-basket game, he needs to be stronger. Correct. And I think that's the biggest thing with Jared Allen. He needs to get stronger. And the one thing he doesn't have that you can't just work on the offseason is that intensity and mentality. Right. Can't work on that. Right, correct. Because when you're grit to grind and you're the defensive stable of the team, you got to have the mean streak. You got to be able to bring it and have the mean streak as a player to say, hey, look, nobody's scoring on us. Nobody's getting in the paint. Nobody's is doing anything like those little lobs that we've seen tossed up against the New York Knicks for the whole series. You got to protect the paint. That's your job. And in order to do that, even in today's NBA, you got to have a mean streak. In, so in, I, in, go ahead, go ahead. No, in his defense against the Knicks, and not much I can defend him about, and I'm not saying this is this is okay, but JB, you got, you got to put something on JB, was ask yeah. him to come out and, and help, help double and trap Brunson. Yeah. And when there was breakdowns and the ball swing and a, and, a, and a perimeter shot goes up, he's not in a position for the rebound. Yeah. So, you know, that's why the Cavs were not, not getting a lot of those rebounds against the Knicks. But also, they, they just didn't play with that, that fight and spirit and that heart, too, man. You know, that's part of it, too. Yeah. So, I, I got a question. Just, you know, it's because we're still talking about Jared Allen on the Fans First Sport Network. That That's rather Cavalier's show. But the issue is, was it that all-star appearance a one-time fluke? Will we ever see Jared Allen play the all-star potential to represent the Cleveland Cavaliers in the all-star game? Tate, what you think, man? It's tough, man, but I think next year they're going positionless, right? Yeah, correct. So you don't have to have, like, a, a center or two centers, like mm-hmm. a starting center and a backup center. Correct. I mean, so I don't see him being an all-star – with that, I mean, I'd like to see him get his name in the defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. you know, player of the year uh, voting and stuff like that. Like, because we know Mobley's going to be there. Correct. So if Mobley could get could get it and Jerry Allen could be in the top five. That would be great. Yeah. You know, if he could, if he could average, he averaged 9.8 rebounds last year. If he could average 12 rebounds a game, that would be great. Yeah. If you could give me two rebounds, I mean, two blocks a game, I'm sorry, two blocks a game, that would be great. Correct. You know what I mean? So it's stuff he could do. I mean, first thing I would want him to do is put on 10, 15 pounds this offseason. Yeah. And come back just just with a with a chip on his shoulder, ready to prove to people. You don't have to prove anything to anybody, but the way you were done in New York, you should want to come out with your own, with your own pride. Yeah. Should make you want to come out and you know do do something, show, show people something else. Yeah, agreed, man, because Robinson made that kid look like, or let's just say this, Jared Allen in the matchup with Robinson made that kid look like he was playing against Joel Embiid. You know, and, and you could definitely tell the strength dish, uh, difference, which has a direct effect on your ability to be that post-anchor player. So, you know, I really do feel that, yeah, I like Jared Allen. Yeah, I think he's a good teammate, but I need you to become the bully if you're going to be the anchor. That's just what I'm thinking with, with his position. Take what right. you think about that. No, I mean, you know, I agree with you. I mean, we we the Cavs need somebody hmm. 
to be that guy. I mean, I mean, what 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 Evan Mobley contributes is certainly a, a good contribution for the regular season. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Cavs won yeah. 51 games. That's nothing to sneeze at. Absolutely. But you got to turn it up another notch in the playoffs. Yeah. So Evan Mobley either needs to do that or the Cavs need to find somebody that will do that and make him expendable and trade him for additional pieces. Yeah. Agree. Agree. So Jared Allen had a user rating of 16.4, right? Yep. We learned that, you know, he's a 64% field goal shooter. About 1.2 blocks per game. And Mobley's about 1.5 blocks per game. So could we actually see or would the Cavs benefit if the user rating went up for Jared Allen? Because you know hard double teams are coming for Mitchell. Hard double teams are coming for Garland. We expect that Mobley's player rating or pie is going to go up the ceiling. So where does Jared Allen fit in this equation? Do we need to have a higher usage rating or what should his role be moving forward with the Cavaliers? No, his, his usage rate doesn't need to be higher. We talked the other day about Evan Mobley. I believe the breakdown at the current usage rate for the 22-23 season, I believe Donovan Mitchell's usage was around 28-29%. Mm. Garland was around 23% and Mobley was at 20%. Mm. And I said ideally that all three of those having the same will try have trying to have equal usage rate 25 percent apiece okay. would be great mm -hmm. and then the rest of the usage rate is with with, with the starting lineup on the floor now the 25 percent is split between jared allen and or coro or jared allen and and and, and uh karis lavert agreed so jared allen probably a little high at 16 probably need to come down to around around 12. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's a big. He need the ball in his hand. He don't have a post up game. I mean, so his usage rate is is fine where it's at, or he even could drop a little bit more so the other guys who need it, like Garland and Mobley, can get can get a a little bit more usage. Yeah. Yeah. So so you're saying he's more like a 10 15 guy with two blocks versus a 16 10 guy. You want him to be more like a 10 point score. 15, 16 rebound, couple well, blocks. The the usage is when the ball is in your hand. If he if he's getting his points off off getting getting in the mud, you know, getting offensive rebounds and going back up and drawing fouls and going to the foul line, that's great. Yeah, I don't need you with the ball in your hands that much. Yeah, Jared Allen, I don't need you out out on the perimeter shooting jumpers. I've seen yeah. him do that a few times. We don't need yeah. you doing that. Correct. You know what I mean. So that that that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think I think the average we we looking for from him is like I said about 15 and 12. Yeah. If he averaged 15 and 12 with two blocks, perfectly good team. He can stay in Cleveland. Yeah. Hey, but he has to show a little more aggression during it during the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Hey, well, there's a lot of chatter out there right now in Cavaliers land about Jared Allen possibly being trade bait. You know, to pick up a player to improve the Cavs roster. Tate, how you feel about us realistically looking and thinking about trading Jared Allen to pick up a different piece and maybe move Mobley to that center? I like it, man, for the right piece. I mean, we was talking about a trade you shared with me earlier on Bleacher Report. Why, why don't you talk about those two trade options that was uh that they discussed on the Bleacher Report article? 
Yeah, Bleacher Report had Jared Allen and Acora going to the Portland Trailblazers for Jeremy Grant. And then they also had him going to the Milwaukee Bucks for Brooks Lopez. I think I like the Jeremy Grant trade more than the Lopez trade, but that's just me. Because I think Grant fits better with Mobley than Lopez fits with Mobley. Lopez is sort of slow in the foot, long in the tooth. Got a great three-point shot, but I think that the athleticism of Grant fits better with Mobley. Well, Grant, Grant, Mobley is really a modern five. Correct. And Jeremy Grant is a modern four. Right, right. Who can play three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I like Jeremy Grant when he was in Denver a few years ago and they went to the Western Conference Final. Then he signed a big deal up in Detroit. Detroit was making some changes and traded him to Portland. Well, now if he's available, I would trade Jared Allen and and Isaac Okoro. And I like Isaac Okoro better than I do Evan. I mean, not Evan Mobley. Better than I do Jared Allen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I would definitely take Jeremy Grant to play to play next to Evan Mobley. Yeah. You got you got those four or five. Then then Okoro or Levert probably probably Okoro. Yeah. Could play the three. And uh you got you got Levert and Mitchell. Yeah. I like that starting lineup. Yeah. You know, you get some other pieces. You got Levert coming off the bench and you get some other pieces. I don't know who you get, but if you know you you find another couple, two, three good rotate rotational pieces. Yeah. And they you can do that in today's game. You can find rotational pieces on the market. And I like I like that for the Cavs. Yeah. So, so I, I agree, you know, and that made me really think about, you know, because we're talking about a championship pedigree that we're trying to put together in Cleveland. So the question is, if you look around the league and what they have going on with these teams, especially the final four that's playing, and if you look at the fourth piece on those teams, does Jared Allen compare to the fourth piece on especially the final four remaining teams? Tate, what do you think? Is he is he a fit? Or is he like, nah, we gotta upgrade for sure, for sure. Well, let's let's let I mean, let's look at it. I mean, the four teams left. Boston, Miami, yep, the Lakers, and the Nuggets. Correct. So I would say the Lakers fourth piece in their starting lineup right now. And he's I don't know if you because they, they changed the starting lineup at the end of the Golden State series. Agreed. But you got but you got A A D. Mm-hmm. Who Evan Mobley's been compared to? Correct. You got AD at center, LeBron at the power forward. Yeah. And last I saw, well, at the beginning of the series against Golden State, Jared Vanderbilt was 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 that piece was probably their fourth piece. Yep, correct. Because you had Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell, and then Vanderbilt was probably the fourth or fifth piece. Reed's probably, Reed, probably the fifth piece. Okay. Vanderbilt was probably the fourth piece. And he he's, his game is just like Jeremy Grant, but Jeremy Grant is better. Correct. They're long, linky defenders. You know what I mean? They're slashers. Yeah. Jeremy Grant has a better three-pointer than Vanderbilt. Agreed. Okay, so Vander, Vanderbilt's that fourth person, fourth player for the Lakers. Yep. Denver, the fourth player, is probably... Aaron Gordon, probably for sure, I would say. Without a shadow of a doubt, I would say Aaron Gordon 
is the fourth piece. But you know, let's say I don't know. You got to tell me. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah. Pro pro probably probably Aaron Go Aaron Gordon and Carl and Caldwell Pope is uh number five. Number five, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because Michael Porter Jr. would be the three. Joker would be one, and 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 Murray would be the two. So lining up Jared Allen to Aaron Gordon, okay. I I think I, li I like Aaron Gordon better. Yeah. Then let's go out I'm, east. You know, out east and Boston. Fourth piece in Boston is either Al Horford or Robert Williams. Does Jared Allen line up with one of those guys? Well, you got you got Tatum, Brown, Smart. Yep. And you got yeah, I probably would see the fourth player on that. I mean, I probably would take Horford. Correct. Correct. I think I think I think Williams for Boston is is a better defender yeah. than Allen. I mean, yeah. far as just just help help side defense. He's not gonna he's not gonna stop Jokic or MB just like Jared Allen not. Agree. But help side defense and coming over to help, you know, help out in the paint and swat a shot. I like him for that. Yeah. And then then Miami, I'll probably take Jared Allen over, over Miami's fourth piece. So Miami's piece would be might be Kevin Love. Well, he don't start. Right, but I'm saying fourth best. Kevin Love gets a lot of minutes. So fourth, oh, fourth, best, fourth, fourth best. I don't think Jared Allen is Cleveland's fourth best player. I think Karis Levert is. Okay. I'm just saying that fourth piece in the starting lineup. Like your fourth yeah. best player in your starting lineup. Yeah. Miami has Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Bam Adebayo. Probably Jimmy Bam, Kyle, uh, and then that kid. They got a twin brother. I forgot his name. He played. He played college ball in Nevada. That Tias kid. It's Tias or Tias. Tias. He's a guard. He's just like six seven shooting guard. Yeah, I think he's thinking more like a small forward. But yeah, yeah not Tias. But yeah, I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So maybe out of the four remaining teams, Jared Allen is better. As the fourth piece with one of the four teams. Right. So, I, th I think so. Right. So that's the question. The question is, Cavs, if you're going to push to get any potential and the potential to get a championship, what do you do with the fourth best player? Fourth best guy, fourth man in the starting ro rotation. Is Allen the piece or do we move on? I don't know. It's for some of you guys to, to look at. Some of those people out there in the live chat listening to us, thinking about, hey, is Jared Allen the guy or is we need to move to another guy? That's just my thing, you know. I don't dislike hey. him, I, but I think that maybe it's time for us to move on. I, I think so, too. And again, when we started this, I said we could be being premature and impatient. Yeah, agreed. Just, just, just what I saw against New York, I really wasn't pleased with. Yeah. Um, and... If I had a saw saw a level of of, of competing uh, with against the Knicks, yeah, you know, then I, I might can say, okay, we just got, you know, outdone. But I feel like the Cavs lacked effort, and I feel like Jared Allen was ahead of that, and I and I just can't easily forgive him for saying he's going to uh, go catch some sun and relax, like the day after they got stumped <laughs> by New York. Yeah, and was yeah, out for the sure. playoffs. You know what I mean? That sucker was talking about, let's go fishing. Yeah. One, two, three, Cancun. Let's do this. Right. Come on, man. You need to be heartbroken and, you know, emotionally torn because your team is out of the playoffs. And that that didn't set well with me either. But, Tate, right, so, look, 
before we close out, we got to hit two big topics because, you know, we're all about the Cavs, but even more so, we're all about what's going on in the NBA. So yes, talk sir. to me a little bit about the conference finals, man. What do you look for the matchups? Who do you think is going to dominate? And who are you calling to play for the NBA championship? Wow. Well, you know, for those those watching on YouTube, I got on my Lakers Lakers shirt right now. You can see that. Mm -hmm. So I'm rooting for the Lakers against Denver. I think it's an uphill uphill climb. Um, Jokic is a bear. Yeah. Agreed. But I think LeBron and AD are the two best players. And I got on my Lakers shirt because of LeBron. Because oh. I'm rooting for him. But I, I like to – I see the matchups, man. The, well, you got you got one of the best offenses against one of the best defenses. Yeah. I watch it right now on TV. The, the Laker-Denver game just started about 10 minutes ago. First quarter, Denver's up 16-9. Yeah. Um, but I think the Lakers – the, the the Lakers Lakers have to make Joker play defense, get him in the pick and roll, right? Yeah, agree. That's what they have to do. Agree. Um, I don't think Denver. One thing Denver lacks is is rim protection. Yeah, but they are running the Lakers right now, man. Eighteen to nine. Lakers just took a timeout. Yeah, high altitude. But, uh, yeah, the high altitude in Denver. The Lakers just need to steal one in Denver and protect their home court. Yeah, I anticipate them coming back this game. I mean, if the game stay close every game, you know, you know, go old go James will find a way. Yeah, go cheese in the building. Yeah, <laughs> for so sure. I, I, I like I like the Lakers. I like I liked the Lakers in six. Mm. Now I might take them a seven. Look at this first game, <laughs> right as <laughs> yeah, it is now. But sure. the other series, man, I anticipate Boston and, and Miami. I anticipate it's gonna be a battle. Um, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets gonna get his. Yeah. You know, you know, Miami gonna come play that that hardcore, grind it out. You know, you know the, the mentality, the the same mentality the Cavs need. Absolutely, the mentality Jimmy Butler has, Bam Adebayo has, Kyle Lowry has. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's what the Cavs are lacking. So Miami, Miami gonna make it, make it tough no matter what. Yeah, right. So, but I still, I still think ultimately, and coaching is gonna go Miami's way. Spolster, yeah. Spolster definitely. Spolster for sure over whoever. Spolster think, over uh, anybody who's left, coaching wise. I think. Uh, I think Boston though just has too much talent. Yeah. You know, when you talk about two All NBA players and Tatum and Brown, you talk about old veteran will get out the mud to himself like Al Horford. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then the, then they got the six six man of the year and Malcolm Broaden, Broaden, and then the dude uh, White. Who they yeah. who they draft last year? He could probably be top ten in six man of the year voting. Yeah, you know, Marcus Smart is a dog too, just like Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry. Yeah, he a dog too. So I just think ultimately, Boston has too many pieces, but they played last year right, and I think Miami pushed them to seven, if not last year, the year before. Yeah. So I mean, I anticipate a tough series, but I anticipate Boston getting out of it, and I love to see for us old heads. Me, you, and Big G, an old throwback NBA Finals like the Celtics Lakers, man. Nothing like it. For sure. East Coast versus West Coast. But, hey, we're playing it back in the bubble. So we could see the bubble all over again. It could be Miami versus L.A. But I would personally love to see the Boston Celtics play the Los Angeles Lakers because I love LeBron. He rocked with the Cavs. But I know at the, I know at the beginning of the playoff season, 
even before we did our NBA preview. And if you want to go back and check it out on YouTube, the know-it-alls NBA preview. I said the Denver Nuggets was probably the best team in NBA basketball. So it would be hard to move against my narrative. But, you know, deep down in my heart, I'm cheering for LeBron James. Last topic, Tate. We can't get off the show. And I hate that this is a negative note that we're talking about to leave out. Ja Morant. Tate, what is happening with Ja, man? Talk to me. Ja, man, is just, uh, you know how these men with some, some, some cats just don't learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then, then, then you can tell them don't touch the stove. You keep touching that stove, you're gonna burn yourself. Yeah. I mean, this kid has the world in his hands, but you know he didn't make he didn't make All NBA. No. Because because he was suspended and in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because of the first incident, flashing a gun on social media. But uh, so that cost him thirty nine million dollars. He could have got it additionally if he had made the all-NBA team. Yeah. He going to mess around, lose endorsements. I, I got a feeling Nike going to drop him. Yeah. Because it's the second time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you got to be smart in that, man. You're, you're, you, you, you're a father yourself. You have a daughter. Correct. You're a, you're a role, model, role model to kids that want to be like you and, 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 you know, look up to you as, as their favorite NBA player. I mean, it's just so unnecessary, man. Sometimes, sometimes you get older, man. You 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 mature past your your you know your circle you might have came up with. Correct. You know what I mean. So you can't Correct. you can't keep keep doing doing the same things, man. I mean, I have a problem with with the gun, but I mean, I think we make a big deal about it as we should, but we should also make a big deal about all these all these school shootings and all these grocery store shootings and all that. It's Agreed. a it's a it's a it's a microcosm of the macro of that of that very of that very you know so social topic right there so true gun control you know what i mean so, so true. you know he he's not doing nothing else some 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 guys you know that that, that are licensed to carry out in 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 whatever state you're like texas and places like that where you just brandish your gun because you're allowed to same thing i mean yeah. it's, not, it's it's just it's just a it's just a problem in the in in the American the American culture, man. Yeah, agree. But he needs to be more responsible because he has a lot more to lose than the average person walking around with a, with a with a concealed carry permit. Yeah, agree. you know we talking about two hundred fifty million dollar contract. We talk about money. I mean, and things. His family has to be better. I mean, I always felt like his dad. His dad seemed kind of kind of childish to me. Like I don't I don't know his dad. Just seeing him on, on you know. On, on the game, sitting on the sidelines and stuff like that. Yeah, he seems like he has a a, a, a childish demeanor. Like I said, don't know the guy. Hmm. Um, and his mom got him in some stuff because she called him to 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 come intervene with with some people her and his sister were having problems with. Yeah, at a, at a volleyball game, and that turned into something. I mean, you can't the parents and you don't expect your parents to put you in position. You know. Where, where where problems can arise from it. Yeah, agreed. You know agreed. what I mean? Yeah, agreed. So I don't know. He just has some growing up to do. Maybe his family has some has some growing up to do winning. Yeah. And we go from there. I mean, he's gonna be suspended next year. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Adam Silver gives him the first first half of the season. Forty one games. I wouldn't be shocked for the whole one, Tate, to be honest. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think Adam Silver's a whole one. That was David Stern. Yeah. David Stern to bust your head. 
Yeah. Wide open to the white meat, baby. Wide open. Wide open. open. Yeah. Wide open. Hey, but yeah, but, man. So that's my take on Ja. Yeah. Hey, so listen, Ja, you're probably not listening, but I hope you are. Please seek some legitimate therapy for what is going on. I don't know your background. I've never met you one time. But it's obvious that there's some thinking errors in your processing and what's going on. There's a lot of irrational beliefs that's showing up and a lot of irrational thinking. And the only way you're going to get through that job, to be honest, is you got to get some therapy. Go see a counselor. Go see a therapist. And be real about what you're trying to do to change and improve yourself. The second thing is, Ja, seek advice and guidance from older NBA players. They might not have been champions, but go sit and listen to some of the older guys, including a Patrick Ewing, including a Charles Barkley, including an Isaiah Thomas, including a Michael Jordan, including a Shaquille O'Neal. Go sit down and talk to some of those guys about what you can do and honestly let them mentor you because that's what you need more than anything right now in this era. We've seen a lot of NBA players do a lot of undiscretional, undescribable or indescribable or hard things. But Ja, you're not beyond help. You just got to be willing to get the help. So get a mentor and seek therapy. I think those two things would do him a world of wonder. So, Joe, we're praying for you for sure, but we believe that you can turn this thing around. How fast, how quick, who knows? Tate, final thoughts. Anything you got going on before we get out of here on That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast? Yeah, man, nothing really going on, man. I'd like to uh, thank the, the listeners on audio, on subscriber, especially on Apple, man. We got an a, a email from podstatus.com yesterday that said the new Cleveland uh, Cavalier, that's rather Cavalier podcast, is doing exceptionally well in the national market. Yes, sir. I mean, it's, it's number one, 180 in the basketball category uh, in the United States as far as uh, basketball podcasts, you know, on, on in the U.S. on Apple. Correct. So, you know, we're just the upstart. This is probably like our 16th, 17th episode. Yeah. We're just trying to grind it out. It's it's myself and Big G and, and BP and Pepper Pike. He's not here today, but, you know, we, we're probably going to try and start a, uh, start a cycle of shows. We'll give you three shows a week. One of those shows will be me and Big G. One of those shows will be Big G and BP. And one of those shows would be me and BP, myself and BP. So yeah, so be stay stay tuned. Uh, the next the next breakdown we're gonna do as far as the player announcement, another another basketball news. The Cavalier player we're gonna go over is Karis Levert. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. This is on our on our podcast on um on the Know It Alls. That's K N O I T A L L Z. On the YouTube channel, where we talk about we big talk about basketball and the playoffs real heavy on there. We get sure. into football with the schedule drop and some NFL and the college college football realignment that's coming. Better look out for that. But yeah, that that that's on YouTube. So check us out on there. Give it a listen and subscribe. Show sure you'll like it. 
And that's about all I got right now, Big G. For sure, for sure. Hey, man, before we go, I just want to give a shout out to Mod, who's rocking with us from the Know It All's crew behind the scenes, making it happen for us. I got to give love to my boy, BP, who's not here with us tonight. Pepper Pike, we miss you, baby. We'll see you next week. And as for me, Big G, and my boy, Tate Boy Fresh, let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs.